up something. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant I study millionaires cause I was born a visionary You still believe in limitations, why you acting scary? You can't distract me from the paper, I've been chasing greatness I'm stacking now and balling later, in the conversation We strategizing, monetizing, piling up investments And sacrificing temporary sh for bigger blessings Yeah, a tapped in boss mind state I multiply my grind rate and I match the way I vibrate Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million if you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that sh** that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Million That Mind Says Podcast. We back. We've been gone the past couple of weeks. We've been, uh, me and Deanna, we've been getting stuff together. We actually relocated to Dallas, so we in Dallas full time now. So we just took some time off, make sure everything is good, but we back. So what's up, D? What's up? How you doing? I'm doing amazing. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling good, you know? And uh, uh, today, just to get right into it, so today we have a, a, a very special guest. He was on uh, episode, I think it was episode 22, I believe. And when he, when he was on, D, she wasn't, she wasn't on the episode. She missed it. I don't remember what she was doing, but we got him back today. And this is somebody that, that I love everything he's doing. It's somebody that I, I love to, uh, to, to see his wisdom. Like, he an OG to me. I always call him OG, big bro, because that's what he is to me, man. I love everything you're doing, everything you represent. And we ecstatic to have, him, to have him on. And we had him on episode 19, my apologies. And his name is Andre Hatchet. So welcome back to the show, bro. Yes, sir. Honored to be here. Honored to be here. Thank you guys for having me back. First of all, I was fired. So I'm going to be fired yeah. as well. And I congrats mm -hmm. on the move to Dallas. And, Thank you. Um, um, I was telling my girl that I'm going to be on with y'all. I was like, I like my favorite cup. He calls me OG, but you know, like I look up to them. Um, I, was, I was telling how much I respect, I respect you guys and how much, and how proud y'all are to publicly brag about your love for each other. So um, I rock with y'all big time. Thank you, man. That's the, the, the feeling is mutual. And just getting right into it, man, there's no way to better, to better to kick it off than, as we all know, we at the end of the year, 2020 has been a, a, a crazy, crazy year. So the, my first question to you is, what has this year been like for you, just from a business personal tip? This has been some of my best years in life. Um, definitely my best year financially, uh, by far. I like doubled, I like doubled what I did uh, in my previous best year ever. So financially it's been rocking. Um, personal, I met a lovely woman who I'm involved with seriously. So that's, that's lit. Uh, salute, salute. That. That's Thank major. You. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Um, as you say, it, it's like up there with the top keys to wealth. So, you know what I mean? It's yes, only right. <laughs> it's only right. I, I believe it too. And, and, I believe and it. What, what's funny is like, not only like I could tell, just from like when I when I see you on social media now, yeah. you just got the big you 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 glowing, bro. That. You glowing. You got, a, <laughs> you got a you got, you got a glow, glow to you. Yeah, you got, got a glow that, to okay. you. 
I'll take it. I appreciate it. I appreciate so, it. So, um, so. So it's been rocking. It's been a kick butt year. I know the world's been crazy. Mm. My year's been great. Mm, okay. So with that being said, like, why do you think that is? Like, because there's so many other people that, as we know, they, they're struggling this year. 2020 has mm-hmm. been a tough year for a lot of people. So, and I'll talk to other people that's in your boat, and I feel similar to, to your boat. I feel like this is one of the best years, like, where it's a lot been going on. So why do you think that is for you? I think because I've stuck to things that work, no matter what's going on in the world. I haven't hopped in and out of trends too much, in, especially in my, in my later years. I, I haven't done that. So what's worked for me has worked throughout whatever's going on in the world. And I've stuck to that. And I think with my um, educational side of things, I've just been teaching what has worked for me. And people have been looking towards practicality, I think, a lot more with the crazy times and and, and what can pay you consistently without a whole bunch of startup costs, without a whole bunch of, of uh, without like a long time a long time to get things going. So I think Amiga's being consistent and me sticking in my personal wheelhouse. Um, everybody was home, everyone, everyone was looking for ways to make money that were on their phones and their computers and they found me. So I think that was it. Mm. I want you to kind of dive into that a little more because I mean, obviously we know what you do. We know you're a top notch notary public entrepreneur <laughs> businessman, but for the people who may be interested in becoming a notary public or a loan signing agent, can you just give them an idea of what it is notaries do, how they can get started, and how it could be beneficial in a time like this? Yes, yes, we'll do my fellow notary buddy. Yes, we'll do. So um, 38 now, so since I was 23, I've, I've become a licensed notary public. I freaked that into being a mobile notary public. Real simple, brother Dre lingo. Uh, people pay me to come to their house to notarize documents on a low end, my charge 75 to 125, higher end 250, 300, and even more of it's fingerprinting clients. And, and, and they have a bunch of paperwork um, paper to do. So it might even be like $1,000 to $1,200. I scaled it to where I'm a signing service most of the time now. So if, if people call me, I'll, I'll book them. They'll pay me or my rep. Then I'll find someone to do the job for my company uh, as a subcontractor. So if someone pays me 200 bucks, I might holla at D to do the job for 125 out in Dallas. I'll make 75, she'll make 125. Let's times that by five, 10 or 20 because the whole country is our potential client base. Then we have a lucrative signing service. And that model works for general notarizations, wills, power of attorneys, um, affidavits, home loan closings, purchases, refinances, and or fingerprinting or apostille services. So that's what I do. Yeah, I love that. I seen you talking about it um, earlier this year. I seen it on social media and I'm like, that's so dope. Like how you set up this system. So for the average person who wants to get started, I got my computer. What else would I need to get my agency started? You got to learn some strategies. So you have to either be good on the phone and or be good via email. And if you're not, get someone who can do it for you because people are going to hire you, you and your company based upon how well you look online and how well you present yourself over the phone. So I've had people say to me, hey, Andre, you aren't the cheapest by far, actually, but one, you answered the phone. So, so two, well, one A or one B, have a professional voicemail on your phone 
So if they call you and can't answer the phone, they feel like they reached a real company. That's a big one. So uh, your online presence and how well you present yourself. So online presence is a clean website, not even like crazy fancy, clean. Clean, organized, good spacing, good coloring, good logo. If you have a great video, wonders. That, that does wonders. And all that could be done for under 500, 600 bucks. When people call you, expect it to be a business call. Don't expect it to be a personal call. What, what do I mean by that? Sometimes when people call you uh, and, and, and it's on a number, you'll be like, hello? Yeah, who's calling? Oh, no, okay. Then you switch your business voice. No, no. Have your business voice on first, and then you can switch to your uh, your personal voice if it's a friend of yours. So just be in business mode. Be in business mode. But those two things will set you um, apart leaps and bounds because most people, that they are, they're running their business like it's a hobby. They aren't running it like it's a business. So clean website, strong, professional voice, it closes the deal. Mm, I love that. And it's I was gonna say, um, so to have a notary agency, do you actually need to be licensed or is it something you could just do on your own? You do not have to be licensed to own your own agency. That's one of the best parts about it. You just have to know the industry, know the lingo, know the pricing, um, know how to have a confidence over the phone, take the payment, get the deal done, and then go get someone else to do it. It's kind of like wholesaling real estate. Y'all wholesale some real estate. Right, right. So it's it, it, a similar format. It, it's you lock down the contract. You have someone else do. You have so, sell someone else. But and this is you control it the whole way through, and everybody wins. I love that because it's essentially being a middleman. You know, a lot of people say the big thing is like, oh, we want to cut out the middleman, but it's money being a middleman. Get in where you fit in. Tons of money being the middleman. So like, if you could middleman life. If you have the skills of the middleman life, you'll always eat. Always. That's a bar. That's a bar right mm-hmm. there. And, and something you said, because I remember from when we had you on the first episodes, and I, it's funny that you talked about this because this is way before COVID and all that. You talked about having a recession-proof business. And oh, I'm I like, did. man, yeah, you did. And then, <laughs> just think about like how important that is. And we didn't see what was going to come. We didn't see this coming and it came. So no, it, it hit. Yeah, it's still yeah, here. It hit. And you gave people, you gave people an uh, idea on things they could do. But for the people that didn't hear that episode or, don't, or they might've heard it, but don't remember it, can you go, cause it's super important to go over right now. Like what are the things they could do to have their recession proof business? Yeah, so look at things that aren't sexy, that are overlooked, that people need. Just start with that. So passion, um, I like passion. There are things I'm passionate about that are bringing money. There are things I'm good at or great at that are bringing money. Passion and greatness aren't always even, right? I could have things I'm really passionate about, but I'm not great at. I, I could have things that I'm great at that I'm not passionate about, right? So what brings you money, what's needed, what work? What can work in whatever system? What, what whatever's going on in the world? So, if, if, if I had to name a few, it would be the mobile notary industry, appraisals, because people are still buying houses, uh, home inspectors, kind of blue collarish businesses, etc. That you can still scale, right? I, I was thinking about it. I could start an appraisal company or a home inspector company, similar f- structure, um, get an get people to call me because I know how to land clients. I know how to market the hell out of things. 
and get people to do the jobs for me. So you can still have the same middleman structure, but in another needed business. So I like appraisals to be honest with you. I, I, I like appraisals and home inspectors. Uh, being a real estate agent, agent is dope, it's sexy, but you you aren't paid unless you close. Home inspectors and appraisals, they get paid. They get paid upfront um, uh, well too, on average, what, like between 350 and 750 on average. Uh, you can rock out, you can rock out. We go wrong a lot of times because we want the fun to be upfront. Fun is gonna happen, it might be later. So I was given an analogy on the BWR podcast. Yeah, I think it was the BWR podcast, shout out to them. Uh, I was talking about how I was in Jamaica in August, in August with my lady, we were at the, I was just, I'm not gonna say the hotel, I'm gonna schedule to go back. Uh, the all-inclusive hotel. <laughs> Uh, in Montego Bay, dope as hell. They're like nine, 10 days out there. I was like, I was passionate about my trip. I'm not always passionate about every minute on what got me there. So, so I call it back end passion, not necessarily front end passion. So what's freaking needed? Hand sanitizer, um, tire shops, tire. things like that. Just these boring, overlooked, recession-proof ass businesses that could always pay you. That's real. Because even today, like today, we got our one of our TVs mounted. And I was talking to the guy that mounted the Bingo. TV. And he was like, man, I've been busy. He's like, every single day, all day, like all day, I've been mounting TVs. And I'm like, mm -hmm. wow. Like, and that's the prime example. That's another skill set that he's eating right now during all this. He, he's How much y'all pay him? We paid him 250 250 he's been busy all day <laughs> yeah. let's just think about that for no college degree was required you could probably intern or 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 apprentice for somebody learn it what two months three months right and you eat in um, and people are home more than ever and i don't know when this thing is going to end so so they're going to be home so people are are, are looking for like comfortable clothes yep. uh, like like, like loungewear and and yep. all these kind of things because they ain't going nowhere so yeah <laughs> yep, yep, yeah i'm with yeah. it so when i seen that i was like man but you, you, that game alone that you're giving about recession proof that's like man that's that's major right now like i said nobody the stuff that's going on this year nobody could have forecasted even though we all might have thought a recession or something like that was coming we was due for one nobody seen it coming this way where it was like you Not gotta this way. stay home <laughs> not this way at all. Yeah, they, when they forcing people to stay home, especially depending on what part of the country you in, it's like I know we just came from Cali, and those shutdowns was like you couldn't leave. It was like forced, completely different from where we are right now. It's like we just go yeah. out do whatever we want right now in Texas. <laughs> Shout out to Texas. <laughs> good old Texas. <laughs> yeah, right. Good, good, good old. Go ahead, DLC. You want to say something? Yeah, I just want to cycle back real quick. Um, we, I wanted to ask just so going to the agency model and just how it could be, you know, whether you have notary publics or appraisal, appraisers or home inspectors, how are you actually finding these people to do the job for you? Are you building yourself a list of people to call or are you just getting on Google and finding them on the spot? Great question. So um, a few of them. I like to, to research um, the areas in which I'll be target marketing. So let's just say it's um, Atlanta, Georgia. I'll go on Google, I'll go on Bing. If it's for my notary business, I'll go on 123notary.com 
notaryrotary.com, notarycafe.com, and I'll pre-screen people because I know that my marketing is going to work, right? So I'll get a feel for them. I'll get their experience. So then I'll add them into my database, Excel spreadsheet, nothing too crazy, Google Doc. And then when I have a job come up in their zip code, I'll text them or I'll call them and, and forward them the lead. If, if I don't do that, I have no problem getting on Google or Bing or those platforms and, and, and going to find them. Um, as long as I have a few hours between the appointments. So for the notary business, my window and so so I tell the client yes up front. I tell them, yeah, I could do it. Even though if, it, if, it, if it's in Seattle, Washington, um, yes, I could do it. But my caveat to that is I need at least four hours lead time. So I haven't not been able to find a notary to do the jobs for us as long as I had more, four hours or more. So if I have that much time, I'm telling the client, yes. So let me ask you this. So let's say you find a person, you subcontract them out to go do the job. Now, what's to say, like, how do you have it set up to say, what's to say that notary won't just collect the fee and going about their business? How do you ensure you get your cut? That has happened before, right? <laughs> that, that has happened before. Um, I get paid up front. I get paid okay. up front up front. I'm a huge advocate of getting paid and as early and as often as humanly possible. So I'll, I'll be on the phone with them. I'll open up one of my apps, PayPal here or Square, one of those apps, and I'll just take their credit card information right there over the phone, lock that puppy in, get paid early and up front. So, so that's how you eliminate that. Good. That's, <laughs> I was just curious it. about that. Quick, quick, and easy, quick and easy solution to that. There you go. There you go. And you um like you spoke on passion, and I feel like some I want to ask you this because I think this is a um important question because a lot of times people always talk about like staying motivated. How can I, especially in during these times where people like struggle with being motivated? But I want to ask you like what do you I like because I have a I have a, like a different thought process on it. But I want to ask you like which one do you think is more important, motivation or discipline? Discipline. It's, it's not even in the same ballpark. <laughs> that's what separates people. Mm. Um, we talk about, uh, I mean, we talk about this. Uh, two-parent households are ideal, right? Are ideal if you come from a two-parent household. Um, it's probably ideal if you went to college. Most people will say, all that's true. Uh, it's ideal like if your friends are millionaires. That really does help. But discipline is undefeated. All those other variables can come and go. Discipline is friggin' 98% of the time undefeated because it's the ability, in my language, it's the ability to do what needs to be done even if you're bored and tired of what you're doing. Even though I'm doing well, I still get bored, but it's still gonna get done. Now I have some systems where I might have to, I might not physically do it myself anymore, but it's gonna get done. Discipline is friggin' everything in the book and some because motivation comes in it's fleeing oh i say that you watch eric thomas videos every every he puts out videos every monday every tuesday on on youtube let's say that he stops one day um he's your motivation he's your one all right cool let's say that he stops or your internet's not working are you not going to be motivated because eric thomas isn't on the web anymore so motivation is usually external. Sometimes it's internal, but usually external. Discipline's usually internal. Th that's the key right there, man. Mm, I love that. And because... even when you get bored, I want to I say that again. You're going to get bored. 
you can make $10,000 a week and you'll get bored. It's going to happen. That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that is a fact. And that's because... Cause I talk to a lot of people about that, like especially right now, they'll say they struggle with staying motivated, staying motivated. And I like that's what I say. I say I think you should focus more on just becoming disciplined. Cause I think the motivation won't matter as much. Cause as long as you discipline, you're not. The morning is when you don't feel like doing it. You're still going to get up and do it just because you discipline. Yeah. So, so here's what helps me with that personally. Is so I that took about me personally, not anybody watching this. I hate jobs. I don't like having a job. I never did. I had them, uh, but I've been job free since I was 20. So 11 years I've been job free. I, I never liked, even when I was a kid and I worked jobs as a teenager, I, would, I, I worked at ice cream stores, department stores, all kinds of jobs. I was a janitor. I, I, I worked. Never liked having a boss. So for me, me, <laughs> I could wake up like in a cold sweat every once in a while thinking about having a job. That's how anti <laughs> I not a shot at anybody else, solely personal. And so for me, <laughs> I have a ricochet, internal ricochet, where if I get too comfortable or too bored, I'll bounce back up. Because even though I might not love entrepreneurship every day, I always hate the opposite. So sometimes you can hate the opposite enough, and that can get you going. Some people hate being single. Man, my girl, my, my boy's getting on my nerves. But have you seen the dating world out there? It's, damn, you don't even want to see it. Y'all stay together. Like, it's wild out there. So you can say, yeah, all right, I'm just going to sleep in the basement. We'll get over it. I don't want to go out there. So hating the opposite sometimes is good enough to keep you going. Mm, that's some game right there. And he said, <laughs> I'm cracking up because he said he had nightmares about having a job. No, I'm not sure. <laughs> Wake up in a sweat. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, oh, that's hilarious. That's, <laughs> that's motivation uh, for you, right? That's motivation. That's, 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 discipl that's discipline. That's, that's everything. That's <laughs> I ain't going back. I'm going to figure this thing out. No, that's real. Like saying that, that's real though, because I know I'd be having moments. Like, cause I used to work like in in 2012. Like after I graduated high school, I used to work at McDonald's, right? And I remember I used to open, and I used to go there like 4:30 in the morning. 5 a.m. Damn. Yeah, 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Right. And so as you get there when you open, you got to go to the freezer. And anybody that knows me, they know I ha I hate the cold. And being in the freezer, that's way worse. So I'm like, it's mm -hmm. four, five o'clock in the morning. I'm in a damn freezer. I'll be thinking of that sometimes, like, man, no, I can't, I'm not going, I ain't going nowhere near back to that shit. I, I, so <laughs> I, get, I get what you're saying, like the, the dislike or something can be motivational enough for you to get your ass that up and do it. it. Yeah. I don't have to like, I don't always have to like every aspect of this, but this beats that. Mm. This beats that. And that's important for people who are looking for ideas. Um, if you're, if what I just said resonated and, and what X just said resonated, you just need an idea to, to help you leave the job. So if it's something that pays you 200 bucks a day, let's just say that's a, a rough number, that might be your thing to leave and you'll figure out passion and skill from there. Just do it. That's, yeah, that's real right there. And uh, so I, I had another question regarding business. So like regarding mm -hmm. what you've been seeing this year with other businesses, as regarding errors, like what are some of the biggest things you see? Like we gonna, I want to talk about both sides for biggest yeah. like wins, things that people can do. But as far as errors and mistakes, like what's the biggest thing you see in that business make during this period of time we in right now? They didn't know how to convert to an online presence, an online sales presence. 
Um, a lot of people were great at in-person workshops and event and events, but they didn't know how to do it an online workshop. They didn't know how to do an online webinar or online series. They only knew in-person stuff or brick and mortar stuff. And if people aren't going out, then they can't buy from you. So, so they, they didn't know how to brand or didn't want to. You know what? Most of them they didn't want to. They didn't want to do these things. They didn't want to online build an online presence. They didn't want to market. They didn't want to self-promote. They didn't want to start a YouTube channel. I have people who will say, man, um, I'm struggling. I need help. I will say, okay, let's start up a YouTube channel. Let's get you on some podcast. They'll say, no, I'm an introvert. You just said you're struggling. Like your words, these things work. They work for me at least. Let's give it a try. And they will fight you on it. So you know what it is? It's a comfort zone. It's the whole comfort zone. There, a lot, of, a lot of people are so afraid to break their mold of their brain. They would rather struggle within what they know than expand to what they don't know. I think that's what that's what got most people um, jacked up. Mm. That's powerful right there. And I feel like even with that, some people, one, are just afraid to get out of their comfort zone. But then you may have other people say like, well, you know, I feel like everything online is too saturated. It's too many other people out there doing what I'm doing. How am I going to stand out? Like, you know, what would you say to those people as far as building that online presence and attracting people to you? What can make you different and stand out from the crowd? Be better, be slightly better and be way more consistent. There are very few people today who will, so what are some free sites where I can upload or, or, or upload, upload a video or record a live video? So Twitter has Pinterest, right? So Twitter, Facebook, live, Instagram, YouTube, um, anything else that I'm forgetting? Snapchat, that's still popping? Not really. LinkedIn, Not okay, really so look, <laughs> all right. Let's go with those for LinkedIn, YouTube, LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. All right. So, 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 so we got those four uh, and Twitter. How many people will go on each one of those websites every day and talk about what they do? Let me, what, 2% of the people? Yeah, probably less than that. <laughs> probably less than that. <laughs> if you, so, so, so let's say that you did every other day, you did two of those websites, those platforms you're ahead of 90% of the people at that point. Just simply go there, talk about what you do, talk about what your day, ask for the sale. Simple step in which you could do to just stand up from the rest of the people. If it's saturated, great, just be better. Just be better. That's all you got to do. Be better, be more consistent. And, and some people are just more likable than others. Let me just say that. Some people are more likable. If people That's like true. you, talk to people. People buy people they like that. People buy stuff people they like that they don't need all the time just because they see them and they like them all the freaking time. So just do stuff. Like mm. get out. <laughs> people post for freaking two weeks. Then they look at homegirl who posted and has more likes and they're and, they, and they're so damn defeated. No, you just keep going with this. It's like a race. Like you're gonna win. Just don't stop. Don't stop. Mm. That's that the thing don't stop because like you said you've been you've been an entrepreneur you said 12 years now i've been a full-time entrepreneur for 12 years i've been selling stuff since i was a kid 11 okay. 9 10 shoveling snow and stuff but yeah i've been job okay. free since i was 27 i started my notary business when i was 23 i, I, mm. I, I did it part-time okay so when you 
<laughs> so when you initially went full time, like, did you, as soon as you went full time, was you already like popping lit, like, you know what I'm saying, making money and all that? Or did it take you a while to get to a level you was like, okay, this, uh, this is gonna work long term? Um, yes and no. So when I first got my stamp, I had my man Ricky Shafter, Ricky Simon. He taught me the business. So I had, I had his leads coming to me uh, for a cut, for a cut, uh, kickback from him. So I, I was able to get business flowing. I was able to leave the job that exact week, but I, I was able to leave. I was able to leave probably six months after I started, but, but then the market crashed. And at the time I was just doing loan closings. Mm. Uh, so I had to go back to the work. I actually went back to the same job. Not to go back to the same job for like a year or year and change. Uh, so, but I still had the business while I went back to the job. I didn't abandon it. I didn't start anything new. I knew the business worked because I was still getting paid. It was just less than I was at the height of it. So I went back to the workforce. I still did the business. Then I was able, I had enough coming in, I had enough saved and I had enough coming consistently for me to feel comfortable leaving again. And I haven't left since. So I, I guess like a key component to that is I kept going even when things slowed down. I didn't quit when things slowed down. I kept it going because I knew it, it would work. Mm. And that's the, because the reason I asked that question is because right now you'll get people that go into entrepreneurship and it might be slow for six, eight, 10 months. Oh, they yeah. might turn their back on it and say, hey, man, that wasn't for me. I'm going yep. I'm going back into the workforce for a time. I'm good on that. So that's why I asked that question, just so people know. Sometimes things don't pop off immediately. And you got, mm -hmm. I think you got to calculate that before you go into it, saying, like, how much time I'm going to give myself before, like, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to be doing something for 10 years and not making any money and still, you know what I'm saying? It might be time not, not, for you to go true. into the workforce. Yeah, yeah. That's the truth. I mean, how much to, and here's the other thing. Um, it might, it might be four or six, eight months, but how many hours did you put in a day? Mm. Most people aren't tracking that. Once I started tracking my hours, I, I was able to work less because I became more productive. So it, it, you've been, <laughs> you've been out for four to <laughs> you went out before the that was a good whistle. You went out before the six months, all right? Out the full time workforce. You left the job for me. You're free now. I'm my own boss, my own man, my own woman. But what did you do with your time? Did you wake up at eleven? Did you go out to eat? Are, are you taking personal phone calls all day with your friends? Track your hours. Your hours will dictate. Will show you your life. So. I, I, time frame. It, 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 it's easy to dilute it, but structuring your hours out. Very, it's undefeated in most times. It, it is like I, t I talk about this uh, on a couple of episodes before when I was reading this up this magazine about Jeff Bezos, and it talked about how mm. he uh planned his day in 15 minute intervals. And Jeez. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, when I read it, it clicked immediately like, no, this is why he is who he is. Because I mean, and yeah. that's not easy, you know what I'm saying? Like, people, no, a lot of people, tough. our. our intervals but 15 minute intervals that's kind of that's wild but that's that, that yeah that's extremely tough but that <laughs> that forces you to be focused on whatever task mm -hmm. is at hand in that moment so when that when, when that 15 minutes up you focus on something else now however however he does it but that i i think that goes back to what you're saying like planning because so many people live aimlessly they're not writing how much they time that ten thousand hours they say you got to put those ten thousand hours in into, yeah. into your craft or if you don't want and or if you don't want to do that um, you hire somebody. Uh, Y'all yeah, do consulting calls and coaching calls, right? How yep. many people have you saved from wasting money 
and and help them cut the learning curve because y'all told them your mistakes. Yep. Right. So so they paid three hundred, a <laughs> thousand bucks or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and it saved them ten thousand or fifty thousand dollars in or three to nine months of their life. Right. Mm. Um, overtime people. So here's, here's, what I felt, here's what I thought was weird. A lot, a lot of people even have the money, but they don't want to pay for intellectual property or, or people's time. Boggles my mind. It legit. <laughs> you're going to give me what you got for 300 or 1000 or whatever dollars. I'm happily giving you that. Mm. I'm not wasting that much time of my life. Man. I'm 38 right. years old. I don't, I don't have that much time. Mm. <laughs> That's, go ahead. Do you about to say something? No, I was gonna uh, pivot a little bit because going oh, back yeah, to something ahead. you said earlier, I feel like you know when people become entrepreneurs, it's kind of like a kid in the candy store. You feel like it's so many options out there and Ooh, so many good. different things you want to jump into. But one thing I love, love about your brand is I know who you are, I know what you do, and I see that you're building a great thing and everything that you do outside of that kind of plays a part back into the bigger thing of being a notary public. You're welcome. So for you, like, was that intentional or is that just how it happened for you? And, you know, what advice would you give to someone in that position? Yeah, um, I call them serial hoppers. I, I had been a serial hopper before. That's when you start something, you get the logo done, uh, maybe domain name, you get really excited. And then four to six weeks, you, you start something else. Um, I haven't been that I haven't been that much of a hopper, but but I have tried different things and I have lost focus, which now I know that will screw you up. Uh, I was out with a woman I was dating, lovely woman. I was 30 or 31 at the time. I had stopped doing the notary business uh, to pursue being a real estate agent full time. If you're a real estate agent, it is hot or cold. It is very, very little times is it warm and average, hot or cold. I had four deals lined up. Uh, I went back to school, college, so my time just wasn't really what it was. Uh, in a relationship, she's an attorney, so she's making good money. I got to, you know, I'm old school like y'all. You, you, you know how we are. So I, I got these deals either in contract or on the way to contract. All four of these deals died literally all four that would have landed me like 20 25 bands they all would have went through i, I could have could have replenished my nest egg and have some spending money and just being established right we were out with her family the bill came i couldn't pay our part of the bill i didn't have 50 dollars or 100 50 100 whatever i was like all right this risk taking thing is cool this going for thing is cool I'm going to scale back a little bit. I'm going to be uh, a risk taker, but I'm going to expand on what works, what I know works for me, and I'm not going to abandon it uh, up until I have a certain amount of money on debt. So I learned then that I am on the practical side of things, and, and my traditionalism in relationships, I, I guess it outweighs a lot of other stuff. So that helped me keep saying focus because I'm, ne- I'm about to never have that experience again and never live through that again. So that showed me who I was. And I know some people who will say, you know what, man, skip her or, you know, whatever, man, like, like, like do what you got to do. Man, you got to know who you are in life. You got to know who you are and what work and what doesn't work for you. So for me, always having money works for me. Always having money works for me. So I was kind of got, I got a little tired of my business, but that thing had always paid me since I had my stamp. The day I got my stamp, 
I notarized some documents after working made $47 in 20 minutes. And this was 2003. So it was a long time ago, but I still made that kind of money after a full day's work. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to abandon what works for me. If I try this startup company, if I do these other things, that's fine. But what, what, what pays me the best? And have I maximized trying to scale what I had? And I said, you know what? I don't think I did. I, I tried to maximize it. So here I am. And yeah, like, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's what got me to my practicality and, and going all in on what I had. It makes a lot of sense. And I feel like sometimes we all need those moments where reality kind of just hits you and it just makes you sit down and take a look at the bigger picture and the grand scheme of things and get reorganized. Mm -hmm. Yep. It did it. I was embarrassed. I did <laughs> oof, I was... That, that give you the chills too. That will give you the chills as well. That will definitely give you the chills. Not having a, especially I feel like, especially as a man, I know sometimes when you ain't got that money in, in situations like that pop off, it's extremely embarrassing. It, it, it is, it is. And, um, it, and I just felt like it didn't have to go there. I could have been a little less risky with this and, and kept my side thing. I was so embarrassed because I was like, man, I got a side thing. It's working. What am I? It was just too. I I do think that you could be too ambitious at times in life. You know, mm. and ambition is good. It might even be sexy sometimes. I do think uh, sometimes of your life is not the time to go all in full gusto. Mm. You got to take those. So you got to be calculated. Got to be calculated. Got to be calculated. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. Mm. Mm -hmm. okay. And know who you are. Know who you are. I'm not the guy who, who feels comfortable being broke. I ain't that guy. So <laughs> I gotta, I gotta work around that. I, I think. Well, you, when you talk about knowing who you are, I think a lot of times that's so hard for younger people is because you know, obviously, younger people haven't went through those life experiences yet, so they have yeah. to go through a lot of trials to figure out like who, who they are truly. So I think that's the, that's it's like that it's like that catch twenty two for real. It's like damn, you want to know who you are as a young person, but. It's like, how can you figure it out if you ain't been through no bullshit, no tough times? It's true. It's true. Yeah. That's why I like what y'all got going on. Uh, y'all are 26. I'm, tw I'm 27. She's 24. Yeah. 24. So I like y'all structure because you guys own, own a real house, yep. you own real estate, you own mobile homes too? Yep. So, so you guys have some safe assets. So yep. if you guys said, you know what, uh, at 29 and 26 let's just freaking go for some stuff as long as you aren't risking those safe assets you have safe assets to fall back on mm -hmm. uh, let's say that you want to go to indonesia for a year right you just want to just live on the land be a free spirit and live out some passion or whatever right you have safe assets to fall back on and you guys are still young people yep that's why you can go wrong, air quotes, but it's hard to go wrong if you just have some Section 8 rentals. You have a two through four unit rental here and there. You got some Airbnb, little cash tenants, a little Section 8. It's hard to really jack that up to an extent where you lose it like that. So getting those things out, the, let's say that you're young and you're early 20s, you don't know what you want to do, but but you know that stocks work long-term and that stuff works long-term. If you have that stuff, you, you can go risk some stuff and travel, go figure it out. Cause you have a, a firm base. Mm, that's real. Even that's I was talking about my story about not having the $50. I still had two or three properties. I still had stuff. I just didn't have any cash. Mm -hmm. mm, hey, that's real right there. Like, and I always tell younger people, I say, 
it's cool if you don't know what you want to do yet, but just make sure you stacking and saving money. So they'll give you time and a cushion because you don't want to go That's from it. thing to thing because you don't have that time. And what 2020, 2020 taught me, like, this is my motto, my motto forever is always going to be, I need at least 100,000 liquid at all times. Because it's Smart. like, I didn't I like that. Before 2020 hit, I didn't foresee this coming. And I thought I had enough cash liquid on hand. And then when shit hit the fan and there's things I want to get into, I'm like, damn, if I still have more cash, I can get into this right now, get into this right yeah. now. So that's why, I, like me, it's like, as long as I got 100K liquid, I'm going to invest the rest of my, everything else I get, I'm just investing it. Because like, you know what I'm saying, unless I go on a cur- yeah, yeah, it's a great cushion. And I can't mm-hmm. mess it up unless I go on a crazy, crazy spending, like, you know what I'm saying, just wilding out or something like that. But Roots Chris every day. I know you like that, Roots Chris. <laughs> right. Same place. <laughs> right, right. The one out be... there by y'all? He found yeah, one. Think... <laughs> he said we couldn't move here if it wasn't one close by. <laughs> That was one of his oh, requirements. Man. Oh man, uh, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah we definitely. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's real. But yeah, so that's that's like that's uh that's been my like thought process regarding that. And I I know I talked to some people about it. And they be like, man, well I ain't got a hundred k or I can't get. I was like, wait, that, that's just how I feel. That's just me where I'm yeah. at with my life. I'm like, you don't have to be there. Your thing could be ten. It might be ten thousand. It might right. be twenty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Have something though. Have yeah. something. And, yeah. and here's what you can also do if, if you don't know what you want to do. Put money in a Roth IRA. Some mm-hmm. boring long term stuff. Safe long term boring. Put money in a Roth IRA. Get some Apple. And rock out. Figure out what you got to figure out. But you can invest a little bit here, a little bit there, and still gain wealth as you figure out life. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, that's because, man, that's so real. And something, I'm making a uh, quick pivot real quick. And I want to say, first, I want to say shout out to uh, Malik, because he heard the, the first episode we did with you. And he Malik! Went, yeah. <laughs> that boy went crazy me. out he there. Went, <laughs> <laughs> he, went, he, he heard about, uh, he heard about the uh, notary business. And from the episode we did, and he went like, what did he make like seven? What you, I, I can't remember the numbers. He hit a couple 12, of $12,000 a month. 12000 right. $12,000. Yeah. yeah. He heard he heard Andre giving game, and he was like, wait, I'm going to go try this. And he tried, and he did it. So, and he's so running. I brought him. Yeah, he's running. He's running. I want to, like, so the question I want to, because you talk about how to earn two to $12,000 a month as a mobile notary public. And without giving away all the gems, because I know you teach this, what are some of the, some of the things that prime example, someone like Malik, he took and he just ran off with it. Yeah, so first of all, is what Malik did. And shout out to Malik, uh, mm-hmm. young boss out there in NC. Mm-hmm. He freaking listened. <laughs> he he <laughs> listened. Now, let me say, I would love if you enroll in my course, I would be happy. It would be great. But freaking listen to some form of expert. L- listen to D, listen to Malik, listen to somebody who knows what dog might and just do what they say. I'm a simple guy. I do simple things. I've just gotten good at scaling my simple, my simplicity. That's all I've done. I can scale simplicity. This is a bit industry. Um, people need you to show up, notarize their documents. You're there for 15 minutes, half an hour, whatever. Nothing fancy. Don't make it fancy. But but what can you do to get started? That which. How can you get started? You can get a really good logo. I want you to get a really good logo. You can go to fiber.com, get a good logo popping. Um, have a clean, organized website and have your hours of operation on there. If you're 24 seven, 
state that. If you're four till 10, state your hours of operation. Um, have a professional voicemail on your phone. Another thing is try not to answer, even though you're gonna be on the road a lot, try not to answer the phone in loud crowded areas. They can make you sound unprofessional. So if you can like go into the bathroom somewhere, if you can go into your car or reply back via text, but if you're in a loud crowded area, you don't kind of want to give off the, the, the impression that you are um, unprofessional. You also, you also want to uh, master the services that you offer. So you don't have to offer every service. You can just do fingerprinting and make two through 12K a month. You can just do loan closings that make two through 12K a month. You can just do general notarizations, which I call wills, power of attorneys, affidavits, and make two through 12K a month. But whatever it is, go all in on what you do. If you, if you just start off with those things right there, you'll be ahead of a lot of people. Um, and a really good animated video, uh, we, we, we can also get on Fiverr, get a professional commercial video done that will help set you apart because most people aren't going to do it. Uh, another thing, get a business email address, which hopefully matches your domain. So, so if your business name is Dallas uh, DFW Mobile Notary, have your email address maybe be d at Dallas DFW Mobile Notary.com. Um, try to have it in the .com or .net instead of at Gmail or at Yahoo. It isn't one of those things that can make or break you, but it can never hurt you to have one of those emails in this business. That's some gems right there. I hope I hope people paying attention. If they want to get in a notary business, definitely check out check out his class. And he gave out the game. Like I gave you our prime example with Malik, who heard the podcast went crushing it, and he, and he ran it up. So. Ran it up. He freaking listened, man. I, 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 we have people who come into class and, and we, we have our, our bi-weekly coaching session. First of all, he's always at every coaching session. I don't think he missed one of our group meetings this year or maybe one. And he's been a role for, yeah, yeah, like a year and change now. Yeah, year and change. I don't think he missed maybe one. Wow. Showing up and listening is, as is, is simple as it sounds, most people don't do it. They just don't do it. And I think that's important because you got to be willing to be a student of the game. Even if you're killing it, you always got to be willing to sit down and learn. Yeah. Yep. Mm, that's really, the truth. That's the truth. And some, something else I wanted to talk about because I, and this, I think this is very important as well. So I was reading this article. This was like a couple weeks, maybe been like a month ago, right? And they talked about, they said by 2000, they said it's the title. It was something like by 2030, Black you will, you, you will, nice. No, now I said by 2030, you will, it said you will own nothing and you will be happy. Right. So when I was reading the article, so I'm like, let me see what this is about. So I'm reading it and they was pretty much stating like pretty much what's going on in the country right now, like high unemployment rates, a lot of people getting fired. They saying like by then most people will be like pretty much dependent on the government and they'll be giving you money. That's why I say you will own nothing. And you'll be, and they were saying people will be satisfied with that. And when I read that, like I, I started sending it to people, I'm like, hey, yo, read this, read this, this is crazy. But when I, but I started thinking immediately of something that you always say. And I think this is something else that like, it's like foresight when you say own or be on. Cause that's how mm. I took that at the end of the day. I'm like, at the, basically what they're saying is either 
you're going to own something where you're going to be able to avoid that BS and you're going to have assets and be able to live life on your terms, or you're going to own nothing and be completely reliant on the government where they tell, where they're going to tell you, you're going to be happy because you're not going to have anything. You have yeah. to be dependent on us. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's not really the that, move right there. Yeah, that's not the move. <laughs> that's not the move. So I'm like, so, but that, that, that reminded me, like, I think that's why it's so important. These conversations we be having, when we talk about, owning assets you need to own something like something mm-hmm. like i used to sell them i always say she say own some shit own like some you have shit. to <laughs> you have to what is a business what is real estate uh what is cryptocurrency stocks mm-hmm. bonds anything you have to own something like we begging you especially as as, as black people yeah <laughs> like so yeah yeah, I just want to say that. That's I scary. Just say that. Yeah, yeah. When I read that, man, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. And I think it was on, it was on, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was on the uh, Economic Forum website. Mm. Yeah. And, and they're <laughs> telling you that you'll be happy. That's the weird it's, part about that's it. That's the weird that, part. That, that's... Yeah, that's that. <laughs> yeah, it said it said by 2030. Literally, the title was like by 2030, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. So I'm like, wow. Like that is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he like want to be on for real, for real. Now nah, that's not it at all. I want to be yeah. on for real. Like for real, let's for defy real. all those. I thought you were gonna bring up the 2053 time point where they said that we'll um, the average African American will have zero dollars or a negative. Yeah, yeah I know. What you're 2050. Yeah. 53. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you were gonna bring up that. Even when I saw that. I said, you know, again, like I'm real simple. I'm a real simple term guy. How the hell if you own, if your family has some life insurance and right. if you own three rental properties, how the hell are you going to have a zero net worth? How is that even mathematically possible? It's not. They give us these defeated ass stories and so many of us run with them. This is why I thank mm-hmm. God for people like y'all who are just defying all these odds. And, and nah, it's up to you to decide your future. The government, mm-hmm. there's viruses out there. There are variables that will pop up. Let's let let's not you know act like it won't. But you, generally speaking, long term, can decide how much wealth you will accumulate within not even right away in three to seven years. You mm-hmm. have a lot of you are in full control over that. Three to seven years, give yourself some time. You could determine how much wealth you accumulate, mm-hmm. or not. Right, or or not because the time. Like, I think because when you say three to seven years, right, some people, I think the average person will look at that, you hear that time and be like, damn, three years, seven years, yep. that's a long time. But man, it's like, man, it's not long. Like, I remember <laughs> when I first, I remember when I first joined the military, bro, and I had a four year enlistment. I was like, damn, man, that's a long time. Next thing you out, man, it was like I blinked, it was over. So it's like, yeah. if, I was, <laughs> if I was BSing and not saving money while I was in, I would still be in right now. Facts. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's the thing about life is we are go- is we're, we're gonna get older anyway. You might as well get older with assets. Yep. I like hey, you, you. Hey man, you like a you like a rapper. Audrey. You got a bar. <laughs> In my past yeah. life, yeah, that was my job. My past life. <laughs> man, you like, got bars. And something else I want to talk about because I remember last time we spoke on this, and you actually uh authored the book about the ten habits of underachievers. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and I, I remember you, you have it up in the crib right now, huh? Oh, I got it somewhere. It's out there. It's out there. So, <laughs> so for the, so for I want to rehash that because this way it may be because we did that episode, man. I feel like it was so long ago. Dude, we eighteen. That might have been eighteen. 
It might have been. It might have been. It was early. It was early 2019, I think. Okay. Early 2019. Yeah, so, so, almost two years ago. Yeah. So like, like just re- for the people that may have not heard it, do you mind going back over that, like the habits for underachievers? Yeah. So so most people. So first of all, um, the term underachiever is not by my standards, X or D, or even society. It's your own personal standard for yourself. Right. So underachiever, are you under are you being lackluster on your own personal goals and potential? Now, with that being said, most people who are underachievers, they have the same or similar habits and I put them in a book. I have some of them. I observe people who have some of them. And and the book was to give people kind of like a gut check. I know people who live an average life, per se, and who, who are cool, who say, you know what? I see what else is out there, man. I'm fine. Like I, I'll, I'll work till I'm old. I don't care. Like I'm like, all right, cool, rock out. I kind of respect it that they know who they are and, and they stick to what works. Us, we aren't really down with that. So so, so we do different things. So one of the one of the habits is um, people lack focus. People lack focus, and that's not the hardest part. Is people who lack focus, and I've been there, are very arrogant sometimes when you challenge them on their lack of focus and or lack of follow through like like those two kind of go hand in hand you lack focus you lack follow through usually so so they don't finish what they start they don't complete their goals because they're scattered they call themselves free they might say yo i'm a creative i i I go with the feelings i can go whatever feelings you want but you didn't get hit that goal that you said you wanted that's one um two is they don't they start too many ventures at one time so they just start a bunch of shit they just keep starting they keep starting they have a very unsuccessful ratio of finishing anything so they're startup experts but they aren't finish up experts and they just repeat these cycles repeat these cycles and a third one is they don't expand their friend circle so 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 a lot of their friends are childhood friends they, they, they haven't branched out. They still live in their hometown, which nothing wrong with if, if you're happy. But I did notice some commonalities, um, even in my life, with averageness and not leaving your hometown. Uh, because everyone expects something of you. You're used to how they view you. And you kind of just stick to who you always were. It, you have a conversation about high school. I'm like, fam, I was in high school 20 plus years ago. I don't know. I, I don't remember. I'm not trying to have those conversations like that, right? So there are a lot of commonalities. There are a lot of commonalities to the people who aren't getting done what they need to get done. Um, And one thing that I put in there is if I need to get laundry done and I'm not going to do it, I'm just going to go to the dry cleaner. I'm just going to get it done. Even if I can do it, I'm going to get I'm going to make sure it gets done. If you're lying to yourself about you achieving your goals or checking things off the list, just pay someone to do it for you so you can have it done. Overtimes, people, they, we jumble things on top of us because we think that we're busy. Now, nah, man, we're jumbled. We're jumbled, we're disorganized, and we're lackluster. So check it out. Mm. Go ahead, D. I see you want to say something. Oh, no, you're good. You can go ahead. Okay, okay. Yeah, definitely check that out because I think it's a lot of things um, that you just spoke on. Yeah, I definitely, when you saying it, I'm like, man, this remind me of so-and-so. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm like, man. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that, that's, that's definitely, that's definitely real. Cause I even know people where 
Like I only gra- I graduated from high school nine years ago, and I know people that's still like the ho- that's their highlight. And it's like, man, that's the highlight. All these yeah. years later, now I can be at my age and that's still being the highlight. That's scary. That's scary, man. That's like to me, that's scary. It's 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 scary. And it's a little bit sad because yeah. they're, it's four years. It's four, four years. years, but 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 they're so used to being. Um, the popular guy, the popular girl, whoever they were, mm-hmm. they're just so used to being that. And it's like, if you're the popular guy now, there are people like y'all, uh, mm. a couple assets, people like me, uh, involved couple assets, growing a life. I set my girl up with a stock account, a uh, Roth IRA mm. account the other day. Like, we're popular now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, it, yeah, yeah. yeah I, um, I encourage people to read it. And if you decide that you're happy with who you are, I, I respect that. But yeah. we need um, we need to challenge ourselves sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. And we need, that's why you talked about, I like that you talked about having like friends, new friends around you that can also challenge you. You need that, man. Yeah. You need cause, that. Because a lot of times, like what I've seen, a lot of times when people grow up, grow up with you, they just have like a certain view on you, a certain expect. They don't have like extremely high expectations for you you know what i mean so it's like is they don't expect you to do these crazy crazy hit these crazy goals you want to even if you do want to hit those goals they might look at you like you so and so from right you from oh you man from, you were drunk last week man you threw up right. on my couch I, I did throw up i cleaned it up too but that doesn't mean that we can't buy a house next week like what does it have to do <laughs> hey that's real I, that's real i've seen that i've seen uh-huh. that before, man. that's definitely real and speaking on i like that you spoke on like Helping, helping your woman set up a, a, an investing account. Like this is something that, how I'll just ask you, like, why is that important to you? Yeah. So one, um, we, you know, we're heading towards marriage. So uh, that's beautiful. So beautiful. You want to make, make sure. I love it. I love that she's situated. Yep. 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 That's the plan. We are heading towards that direction. So shout out to her. Hi, hello, honey. Uh, second thing is I want, if I'm involved with a woman, I want her life, even if things don't work out to be at least advanced, further advanced. Uh, we, we talk about legacy, uh, your name. If you are focusing on advancing someone's life, even if things don't go according to plan, like, like that's part of the legacy as well. It's not just your kids. Like there's a lot of ways to build your reputation and your legacy. So I just, just because personal challenge, like, I want to be the best person I can be. So how can I help you advance your life? So while we were talking, I was like, do you have this stuff? She was like, no, I want to do it, but I haven't got around to it. I was like, okay, cool. So every Sunday or every second Sunday, we sit down now and we go over our portfolios and we throw something in there and, and we rock out. Oh man, that's That's amazing. Right that's really yeah, that's, thank you that's, 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 that's something uh like earlier in our relationship like something xavier mentioned to me he was like even if we don't work out i feel like i should leave you in a better place than when i met you and he was like, i feel like every real. man should do that so hearing you say it that's just even better appreciate it appreciate it yeah it's real that's real, it's real. that's very real mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i want to because i know a lot of people they'll ask like because you talked about how you brought it up i know a lot of people struggle with with when to have that conversation like what what's your advice on that um if you're a guy especially a a a traditional guy like us 
you want to get that out the way early, as early as possible, like maybe even second, third, fourth date. Because if you're, um, I don't want to be in a position where she expects more than what I have. I just don't like it. I just don't mm -hmm. like it. And some people call that a gold digger. I, I wouldn't even say all that. It just might be standards. Standards might be able. So what do you expect? So I asked um, her, my woman, like, what do you need a month to not work for anybody else? She said the number. Like, I could do that. So I want that out the way. I, I don't want to not, I don't want to dilly dally around that. They're like, oh, oh, I expect you to do this. I'm like, shit, we didn't talk about that. So I want that stuff out the way early. Um, and, and I don't knock any woman's expectations. I just want to have, a, have an understanding about what you expect from me. What are the, let, let me phrase that. What is the minimum you expect from me for you to uh, be in a relationship me, not, not, not just be with me, but for you to follow my lead. And if we act like finances isn't a part of following a man's lead, you're kind of you're kind of bucking with that. It, 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 it's part of the equation. So, what do you need me to do for you to follow my lead? Uh, um, so that's important. So I want to ask you this: like, why is it important for you to have these traditional, um, I would say, this traditional mindset or views on how a relationship? should work as far as like being a man leading the way for your woman and your household. I was thinking about that. It, it's literally just in me. It's literally, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm like out the fifties, I guess, or like a caveman per se. <laughs> I, I'm a traditionalist that at my core, like my core principles, my core nature is, is I'm a traditionalist uh, mm -hmm. with most extensive, with most things. So, and it's just kind of unfair for me to expect you to go work 40 hours for the man then you to come home because i also don't want to clean stuff or cook either so <laughs> i'm not ultra domesticated so it's unfair for me to expect uh for you to do all that out there then come home and serve me so mm -hmm. part of it is i need i need what i need so mm -hmm. it's just kind of in me Mm -hmm. I like that a lot, though. And I think it's important that that's communicated because I feel like people nowadays, people will bash you for having that mentality on things when that's just how things were done. And that's just how things were done back in the day. But I think it's important that you need to be OK with somebody having those those values and those wants and needs. And if like that's not for you, that's not for you. And that's OK. Go find somebody who meets your needs and wants. Totally, totally. I think most people go wrong is that we don't share what our core desires and needs and wants are. And uh, yeah, but social media, social media is crazy. They'll, they'll call y'all pick me's, mm -hmm. they'll, they'll call us simps. It's like, man, we're, obviously in the 60s and 70s, we were doing something right because just on our racial dynamic, our numbers were totally reversed. Not mm -hmm. saying everything was perfect, not saying even that at all, but these numbers nowadays are out of whack. So something yeah. was on that isn't on now. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that kind of goes back to, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening today. It's a lot of stuff yeah. going on in the black community. It's a lot of talk about how we can change and how we can correct things. But my biggest thing is one, we can't control what everybody is doing. It's way too many people yes. to get on the same page. But what mm -hmm. you can do is control your household and everything starts yeah at home with the family and getting that foundation right.
Bingo. And if you want to influence other people, the best thing you can do is, is have a stable family mm-hmm. and show that off. That's one of the best. So sometimes, sometimes you could tell someone something, but if you post a picture or, 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 or just talk about your positive experience, we are in our own way changing the narrative. Mm-hmm. Agree. A hundred percent. And that's what it's all about. And like, you know, these are things that need to be talked about. It's a lot of, yeah. I feel like it's a lot of people looking to people, especially on social media, a lot of young people looking to the wrong, to people for the um, answers when they, they're not the ones you should be following or looking to for guidance. But, true. you know, that's just you following the crowd. But it's people like people like us who have those traditional values who need to speak up and let people know, you know, it's okay to still, you know, stay to the norm and follow this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I see y'all, y'all look happy. Every time I see yeah. y'all, y'all look happy. And y'all travel together, y'all on the road together. I asked, asked, I think I was interviewing him one day. I was like, man, y'all go everywhere together. He was like, yeah, you stay out of trouble that way. I was like, damn, that makes total sense. <laughs> but even that makes with that, total sense. <laughs> but even with that, like, we're cool with being a part two because we understand yeah. you need mm-hmm. your own space. You need to be your own person, even though yeah. you're in a relationship you don't just merge into one person, you know, you're still yeah. two individuals. So it's just having that understanding of one another. Bingo, bingo. The balance is good. The balance is good. Balance. And that translates to business too. Business, yep. your personal life, everything, everything needs balance and stability. That's the truth. Everything you're doing with the notary side of things and teaching and all of that, what's next for you? Like, what do you feel yourself getting into next? Yeah, so, so one thing I haven't done too much is I haven't... Uh, done a lot of paid advertisement for my courses and books and stuff so I'm, I'm gonna really lock in and get a team to do some paid Facebook and Instagram ads uh, mm-hmm. that's one of the things and I have a lot in my backyard which mm-hmm. is enough which is big enough to build a house so I'm gonna build a house next year okay is it gonna be for you to live in or are you gonna use it as an investment I'm probably going to Airbnb uh, the house and the house that I built on the lot then I get a bigger house somewhere else Look at you. That's dope. That's going to be real good once you get, you know, everything up and going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited about it. And I've uh, owned a bunch of properties, but I've never built a brand new construction house. So it would be a cool experiment as well. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. When are you planning to um, start? Because I know there's been a lot of delays, you know, with COVID and everything. Yeah. Uh, ideally, depending on how the world is looking, it, it starts to get warmer in Georgia late February, early March. So I would start around that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's gonna be nice. And is it gonna yeah. be like a, like what, three bedroom, four bedroom? Yeah, probably like a three bedroom, two bath. Um, hopefully around fourteen hundred, thirteen hundred square feet. So if I have this house on Airbnb and that house on Airbnb, that should be some nice profit. So, so I'm yeah, looking for that. Should. And so, hopefully that will pay for my mortgage on my other house that I get. Definitely. And I mean. Have you been doing, do you have any Airbnbs right now? Not full-time. I air, If I leave my current house that I'm in, I Airbnb some rooms out when I'm not around. Okay. But not on I, a full-time basis though. Cause I'm really just out of curiosity. I mean, I know travel has been slowed down a lot. Mm-hmm. And you know, Airbnbs took a huge, huge hit when all this like initially happened. So I'm curious as to see how Airbnb will recover, you know, if it'll really still be profitable for people moving forward. Yeah, uh, I think there's some room for it, especially if, if you're in a major city, uh, because it will be people traveling 
and there are a lot of nurses and doctors that are traveling mm -hmm. as well. So uh, I would ideally look for some long-term stays, uh, probably like mm -hmm. a minimum of, of two weeks to a month. Mm -hmm. And that long-term money, uh, like that long-term money adds up and it's it less house does. cleaning you have to do. So I, I don't have to worry about getting a housekeeper in here every three or four days. So I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. And the great thing about real estate is if that doesn't work, my plan B is to just go section eight, just get section eight, 10 mm -hmm. in there. I'll make less money, but my bills will be paid at least. Exactly. And like I said, that's a great part of real estate because you could pivot in so many directions. Bingo. Uh, Airbnb, Section 8, um, veterans, you could put veterans, veterans in. Veterans, yeah, vet, exactly. College student housing, it's just so many mm -hmm. different ways you could take that. Yeah, that's it. That, 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 that's the great thing about real estate is it, it might not get you rich, but but long term, that sucker's going to add up. Mm -hmm. It definitely is. It's all about how you do it. And I love the fact that not, you got the business, you got the real estate, and I'm trying to think of what the third one is. You supposed got to say business. The real estate, a um, couple of books, mm -hmm. um, probably something else in there or two, but yeah, yeah, those are the main things. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you're going to do it, that's exactly how you do it. You build that's all it. that stuff up that's and you create it. the life you want to live. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got some stocks, got some stocks. American Airlines stocks. did really good that's last week. Is. Yeah. American Airlines kicked ass last week. That was, that was fire. So really? yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice balance. I got a nice balance for mm -hmm. I'm feeling good about life. Overall, I'm, I'm feeling really good about life. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so going right into your podcast, it's called, it's called The Hatches Way, right? The Hatches Way, yep, that's exactly. it. So just, just just talk about that. Like, what inspired what inspired that? And just uh, just for the people who are not familiar with, you might just go on, like, what you uh, detail on the show, everything. Yeah, so um, I was looking at the people I knew who were successful, Y'all, um, a bunch of other people who we know. I was like, huh, they all got pod they all have podcasts. Let me, let me see. Um, I, I, I'm talking a lot. I just have never structured it into a podcast formula. So I make YouTube videos, I make videos, but I never structured. I was like, okay, maybe that's one of my next steps is just the structuring, how um, structure my delivery and my message. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna do it. So launched it, and it was, it was a lot of fun. I was surprised how much fun it was. I was like, this is a lot of fun. And I got really good feedback. Um, and and, and, and I, I was looking for a new challenge. But uh, as Dee said, I didn't want to get too far out of my element. But but I did want something kind of new. I, I, I was like, all right, let me try it. And that was it. So the hatches where we talk about life, relationships. Um, I have some marriage OGs who come there bi-weekly and drop some game. Business, personal personal development. Uh, I bring uh, my home, and Alisa comes in and talks about outsourcing um, gender roles from a woman's point of view. And the Hackers Way, yeah, it's on Apple. It's on my YouTube channel. Um, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I can tell you about a smile on your face is fun. <laughs> I appreciate it. That's one, of, that's one of those things that people don't really know until they actually do it. They be like, damn, podcasting, it's, not, it's, it's, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it is. It is. And it's a cool way for you to kind of like leave like yeah, a right. blueprint yeah. um, for your life and what's on your mind. And, and it's good to reflect back. Like, okay, I, I, that's where I was then. Um, and a lot of people, they might want to get a hold of you or they might want to get your point of view, but they might not always be able to, you know, right. pay to access you. So it's a good way to give out some game uh, without monopolizing all of your time. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing I love about it the most is it, they live on like forever. So by the time I'm gone and I got grandkids, they got grandkids, they'll be able to, I, I think it's pretty cool that they'll be able to pull it up on and listen to their great grandfather talk mm-hmm. about shit like that. I think yep. that's the thing. I'm with it. That's the truth. I mean, also just for just personal development. I feel like it builds your confidence. It builds your communication skills, your networking skills. So it's a lot of benefits to it. Just getting you out of your element, out of your comfort zone, and just that repetitive practice of it. Mm, Totally. Totally. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, before we wrap up, man, you already know, bro, how much me and Dio, we appreciate you. And we were super excited to get this show done. So uh, we super excited that you took time out of your busy day to come chop it up, chop it up with us for a second, man. I, just nah, you. It, it, I was excited about it. Like I told you before, I told my girl about it. I talked to my friends later. This so cool. We got to meet them. <laughs> um, so always a pleasure. Always an honor, man. I'm happy for y'all and happy to be here. And I look forward to having y'all on mine in the near future. So it's Definitely. a pleasure. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. And before we let you go, do you mind plugging in all that stuff where people can find you, follow you, listen to the podcast, get a, the uh, consultation link, get the uh, notary stuff, everything? Yeah, yeah. So uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Andre Hatchet, YouTube, Andre Hatchet. Um, I'll send y'all the links if you, if you guys want to roll in any of the classes. You guys can hit the links below. We would love to have you. Um, and that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Ooh, and, and that's it. And I own or be owned. Don't forget own. that. If you remember own anything, it's owned or be owned. Own or be owned. That's what it is. And once again, bro, thank you for coming on. And then wrapping up for those who don't know, you can find me and follow me on Instagram, Twitter at Xavier C. Miller. And you, what's your info? You can find me on Instagram at Deanna Kent or Twitter at Deanna S. Kent. And be sure to follow the Park Hill Capital Instagram and Twitter page. And that's all we have for you guys. Thanks for tuning into another episode of the Marinette Mindsets Podcast. See you guys next episode. Peace. Hey, turn me up some. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant I study millionaires cause I was born a visionary You still believe in limitations, why you acting scary? You can't distract me from the paper I've been chasing greatness I'm stacking now and balling later, in the conversation We strategizing, monetizing, piling up investments And sacrificing temporary sh- for bigger blessings Yeah, a tapped in boss mind state I multiply my grind rate and I match the way I vibrate Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million if you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that sh- that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant